and welcome to the Thursday show on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Hi, everybody. And Dustin Hinshaw. Hello, everyone. Oh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for everybody that's already in the chat. I don't know if you heard that a little behind the scenes. Uh, we uh, we had a false start. We'd call this back if this was the Olympics. We went back to the starting line. Paul Murphy, uh, he jumped the gun a little bit. Sometimes you do it. You're He's got so excited. much enthusiasm, so, so much ex- okay. excitement uh, to want to talk about the, the events this weekend. This is your weekly tournament show where we talk about uh, some of the best and greatest and most fun and interesting tournaments coming up on the next weekend. That's what we talk about it on Thursday, so you can get ready for the weekend. We're going to tell you about some of the lists you'll see, uh, what we expect uh, to be the top list, and maybe about how to beat some of the stuff that you see out there. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about at least two tournaments, maybe a third. You might want to tune in this weekend on Warhammer TV. You know, we'll, we'll see. Might be something interesting happening. Uh, but we're going to jump in talking about, I, I'm about to butcher this name, Lee Sester. I'm so happy you said it, not me. It's... It's Lester. It's Lester. Lester. I actually wanted to come even, And I, he's from Liechtenstein. Uh, from Knight's Tale or whatever. <laughs> but I, I didn't. Yeah. But that's what I looked at when I saw the notes. I will say that how cool is Paul Bettany? Just can we get off? Like, what do you ever, anybody old enough to see Knight's Tale when it first came out? Of course. Uh, where, like, Paul Bettany yeah. is in the movie as, as Chaucer. And I thought he was like somebody big then because he was so cool in that movie. Turns out, you know, whatever. You know, it's not what you tuned in before. I talked about terminals. I'm talking about right. movie trivia. That's I don't right. know where that was Pre-vision. going. Pre-vision. Uh, anyway. And we're heading up to the Pacific Northwest for Mary Silnashmas. It Welcome should be everybody. a good weekend. We've got, we got one big-ass super major mm-hmm. to cover. One of the, the, the slew of great events coming out of Zach and his team at the LGT crew. And then we're going over to the Pacific Northwest and giving... That's actually a region of America that doesn't get a lot of coverage by us. So really happy to get to, to show a bit of a spotlight on them. Because, yeah, some interesting things there. It's actually a really spicy weekend. A lot of people are still thinking about how things are coalescing, running into the end of the, end of the season. With, of course, coming off the back of the FAQ changes as well, people are still finding their feet following that with some factions so it's going to be a great show guys the west coast in the u.s has always been just basically a treasure trove of tournaments and competitive players and people that play in tournaments frequently they've always hosted a lot uh and you're right this may be one of the the first we featured on this show so maybe they pick it back up again and it's going to be cool to talk about it i'm always excited to talk about Absolutely these things. this is a right. great super major to talk about too i'm not going to pronounce that that uh lester i've already i'm already going to it's, butcher it's just... it again so lester Leicester. Leicester. I Googled it. I actually Googled the pronunciation because I was like, I'm pretty sure this is Leicester. Like, you just pronounce it Leicester, L E S T E R. Yeah. This is like, you know, Von old English spelling. Who knows? It's in <laughs> exactly England. Right. I don't want to say where in England because every time we've uh, like given it uh, some geography, <laughs> we've been <laughs> incredibly wrong. The city. <laughs> and please, I mean no disrespect with the, uh, with the city name, or, or uh, and I, I hope I'm not coming off the way. It's just, it's just, it, you know, it's that's one of the things doing this. We get a view into all over the world, and I feel like I'm learning something. Absolutely right. So Leicester City GT from, of course, Leicester, England. 358 players, seven round super major, guys. This is a chunky, chunky event. The breakdown for you guys at home, the quick and dirty stats, as we like to call it, lovingly provided to us uh, with a nice control F search on BCP. Anybody can do that with just a BCP subscription. Go over and support them for supporting us. Um, Imperial Super Faction. Starts off 13 Sisters, 11 Custodies, 9 Admech, 11 Astra Militarum, 21 Grey Knights, 12 Imperial Knights. So what do you guys I, I notice if we, there if we, immediately? If we called out that this is a 358-player event in England. So the numbers here may seem kind of inflated. And there mm. are some things that I think are kind of right in line statistically 
But look at that 13 sisters list. That is a bit higher uh, than yeah. what we've seen traditionally in the last few weeks. Uh, and then Grey Knights seem like it's right in line. This would be on, exactly right. uh, yeah. on uh, I guess, trend. With the That's not the one I'm looking at. I'm looking at that 12 That's Imperial Knights, man. <laughs> and the 11 Astrodotarium. Yeah, when was the last time you saw more guard and more knights than Admech? Like, when? Because uh, Admech edition. is just yeah. bang. Yeah, exactly. When, when knights didn't exist. <laughs> That's what it Yeah, yeah. Third. So yeah, yeah, look at that. More custodians, more sisters. In fact, more of every other Imperial faction than Admec. They are the least, guys. That is very, very significant. Um, and that's one of the huge runoff portions of that FAQ change, which of course um encompassed um the points changes from chapter approved for Admec. Jumping into the Space Marine Super Faction, though. Sixteen unlisted Asides. I'm very disappointed. Ten uh, ten uh Dark Angels. Let's talk about Seven. the shame for a second. Yeah. yeah, list a list of factions, so we have something to talk about. <laughs> you're making Adam sad face every week, guys. This yes, is not like when we have to look at it. If you if you're listening to this later on, you don't have to look at it, so it's not as bad for you. But if you're watching this live like you should, Thursday nights, like come on, it's awesome to see us then you the get face of scorn the face of scorn that's what yeah we, the only the only time i think it's acceptable to call yourself astartes is if you are mixing astartes factions if you are taking blood angels and space wolf if you are taking dark angels and ultramarines you are astartes these guys most of them are just like iron hands successes that means you're iron hands list yourselves as iron hands know what please. you are look in the <laughs> mirror know what you sloppy. are you're the, the iron ring you're the uh, <laughs> yeah. The Punishers. The Punishers, that's right. <laughs> um, as for the rest of that, so <laughs> 10 Dark Angels, 7 Space Wolves, 10 Blood Angels, 6 Ultras, 3 Salamanders, 1 Templars, 1 Raven Guard, 5 Death Watch, 5 Iron Hands, 2 Imperial Fists, 8 White Scars. So, yeah. Yeah, 358 players, 1 Black Templar. Uh, one. Well, that was actually a surprise to me as well, because I assumed we'd see quite a few more of those, at least, you know, around the five point. Um, the eight eight white skies is a bit impressive. Usually, so for those who don't know, the LGT terrain usually is a little bit on the lighter side of the, of the I guess, the, the ninth edition curve of, um, of terrain density. It's usually on the lighter side. So we usually see more shooting-based and defensive-based armies rather than the, the full straight-line powerhouse melee ones, say Blood Angels, you know, Space Wolf Successes and uh, White Scars, which is why I thought Black Templars might be the happy medium because they're a, a defensible melee-based army. They're a bit, of the, a bit of the tweener, so to speak. And yet we're seeing, like, Seven, seven space wolves, ten blood angels, eight white scars. All the melee factions are just bang supercharged. So and maybe black templars. A bit of maybe I would also suspect maybe be a hobby lag on those. Is those models are just now the new models are just now filtering out into the public, and there's uh, probably quite a bit of uh, um, you know process and build that has to happen to get those those ideal list. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So jumping down to the Chaos Super Faction, actually really a really healthy Chaos Super Faction here, guys. Seven Chaos Soup, ten Chaos Space Marines, sixteen T Suns, thirty-one Death Guard, four Demons, five Renegade Knights. There, so just so you know, there is seventy-seven Imperium, seventy-four um, Astartes or you know um, Space Marines, seventy-three wow. Chaos. That's actually huge for this. Them being up there with the Imperium Super Faction. That's most. Uh, what do you guys make too. of it? Well, I like this seeing all it these. Is, it's like fifty percent death. It card. is fifty percent death card. But I mean, <laughs> I, I actually was thinking about it the other day when I, we talked about it on the podcast too. That the Death Guard, there, there it is, right there. Paul Murphy showing off his Death Guard. He's painting it right now. But they feel like they actually can pull off something similar to Thick City to me. So I they mean, can. like they can. 
isn't, isn't I don't understand why people weren't doing it earlier. I feel like that's a good way to run them too. And now the problem is now that there is going to be a lot more thick cities, people are going to have to start gearing towards it a little bit more. Tech. So it's now like yeah. now because they're getting tech for it, now the death guard are like, well, crap. Now what we were good at before, somebody mm. else is good at it, so people are getting more ready for it. But there's still a lot of play with them for sure. Actually- it's actually an amazingly good point. All the things that you leverage, especially, especially like dark technomancers and stuff, mm-hmm. just doesn't even make it, isn't even a thing versus, versus Death Guard. Yeah. Death Guard could walk up the board, match you, tough, almost, almost toughness stuff. I think Thick Sixty is a bit tougher just by dint of feel no pains, yeah. but toughness to toughness, your armor save is generally better than their armor save, your invulns are quite comparable, and your damage is legitimate, le- legitimately yeah. separate. It so, gets so a little bit uh, as well. cut down with uh, the minus one. You know, they're both like, you know they're they're both benefiting from that. They but I think you're right. The Death Guard probably have enough to, to overwhelm because they, they have more they, models and more full person vulnerables. Death Guard also have the beautiful, wonderful, um, applicable fights last aura. Whereas yes. for you have to get an Archon with only an engagement range to have the same thing. Now here's where the difference is: one succubus is all it takes to to, to make that game go from parody to parody <laughs> yeah. to in the Drakari's favor. And that's and on top of that they get to pick the engagement because they still advance and charge and go like seven or eight inches. And so that's the difference. That's the only th- only thing between those two armies. That yep. What is it now? 90 points, Succubus? Uh, 85? 80, 85? 80, 80, yeah, I think it's 85. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. better than 60. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> damn sight better than 60, my brother. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, keep it going with these super factions. Um, the Xeno Super Faction, 21 Necrons, 32 Orcs. If you can see what the name of this show is, that's the reason why. Orcs are the most represented faction at this event. Five tower wrapping up the rest oh, of the So it's Green but and Leicester. It's all, all, all that glitters is Green and Leicester. It is cri- kind of crazy to think. I thought Orcs would be on the decline, very much uh, something taking possibly a backseat or bubbling away below, recoalescing what their lists and their best competitive archetypes are. People in Leicester seem to think different. They're like, well, orcs are fantastic. Let's roll. What do you guys make of it? Go ahead, Paul. No, orcs are still good. I mean, really, the, the the balance has brought it. So what we've seen in some comments, actually, in the, in the chat, too, about the reduction of, of flyers has has kind of cut the legs out of some of these factions. It's probably why. And terrain. So there's there's flyers. The relevance of terrain uh, could make gun lines and and um uh, less less appealing. So Admech are, are going to, I think, suffer a bit because without their flyers, they're relying on gun lines uh, mm-hmm. t- to some extent. Uh, and, and so if there's also, there's really good, or at least the thought of really good terrain, uh, you're going to see those kind of armies shift to the backside. The orcs, on the other hand, still are very effective with their firepower. Don't, relatively don't care about terrain because of their other vehicles, and they can still pack a couple of flyers. So they've been hit, I guess, on paper, a lot less than the admech and they're they're just going to shift what the build is what they take something else and it's going to be less uh, i mean it's going to be less of a fun sponge they're going to have more interactive pieces on the table but they still have that all in their codex to be able to interact to take terrain out of the equation and to bring on the firepower well you you look at the orc codex and you're like oh cool they had one super supercharged shooting list but as soon as you took away the shooting list, well, this is just a melee army. It was always a melee army. It just had one crazy good shooting build. And so I've heard of some builds out there that are bubbling away right now. There's a really cool Goths and Death Skulls list that I've been heard thrown around. Of course, there's still like the um, the kill rigs that I think are phenomenally good. Mm-hmm. Still taking two planes is fine. Death Copters and bikes. Two kill rigs, two planes, uh, a couple of buggies. Yeah. You a couple know. of buggies, a couple of truck boys, a couple of really smashy characters. You've got yourself a list. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like double Highlander, man. You can just bring two of all the good stuff. That's all you need to do, too. I don't the 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 nerf to orcs didn't nerf them, it just changed their build, like you were saying. Like it's not they're yeah. still yeah. very good. They just need to actually the mark, mark of a good balance update mm-hmm. when you still make things enjoyable to play, you reward Absolutely. the hobbyist. Yeah. Well, it's 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 really true what Paul said though. The Admech kit was kind of holistic. It was kind of mm-hmm. across the board at every at every level of their army. They just took a knock. Um, whereas you're right, just only the best list in Orcs took any hit. Everything else yeah. is just fine. But, um, yeah. All right, jumping down to the Hive Mind Super Faction, we've got four mixed Hive Mind. Ten, oh, we say five Tau. Uh, five any Tau. Yeah, five, five any tau. tau Faction did, players yeah. out there. Anybody? Anybody <laughs> going to this event? With as many people going to the event uh, and and us doing the live show, anybody at this event? Let us know what you're taking if you are in the chat. Yeah, room. gotta make sure. Yeah, you let us know. Do. Oh Thanks yeah, that's right, that's right. Repping the Sky Shield shirt. That's right. We'll learn tight on the Sky Shield, guys. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Um, hive Mind Super Faction, guys. Four mixed Hive Mind, ten Tyranids, two GSC. It's actually under what I thought the Tyranids would be. I thought to be around the same, same around where Grey Knights are. If I had to guess, Grey Knights are around twenty-one, and Tyranids are less than half that. I would have thought they'd be 50, somewhere between fifteen and eighteen. Were you basing that thought on that that maybe Tyranid players already have Tyranids? They have all this stuff that that's, all all the, stuff. that's functional now. Mm. They have everything they need. One one unit of hive guide is enough to make a yep. very strong list. You want to go two, you want to go three. That's up to you. Sure, go for it. One is more than enough. And then all you need is gene stealers. Hey, do you play nids? You probably got stealers. What? Did you I play mid eight? Most you definitely have you stealers. Play space I'm gonna make a broad the first thing that ever happened to these guys. <laughs> Exactly. Well, say exactly a broad right. statement. I think if you're a long-time tournament player, you probably already have at least two units of hive guard. Uh, yeah, exactly right. But even for, like I was saying, even the new players probably have one unit of six. Yeah. And then bang, everyone's got a swarm lord. And if you want, you've got a flyer fly in as well. The only only stuff you really might not have is the Malanthrope, Maliceptor, kind of the, some of the little peripheral bits, the, the tech pieces to really optimize that list. But most people have the stuff. And so I expected to see more, but 10 is still still pretty healthy. I'm, in, I'm excited to see how they go. Um, jumping into the last super faction, uh, Eldari, four missed Eldari, 30 Rukari, there it is. three Harlequins, four Asirani. There, there it is. is boys. Faction podium reads as thus. Orcs, first place, 32 lists. Death Guard in second, 31 lists. Lastly, Drakari with 30 lists. Very healthy. Um, and pretty much what we've come to expect, like Death Guard being on the podium, is exactly well, what we expect now. When, when you say pretty Orcs, healthy, let's look at this just from a pure number perspective here. And, and with 32 Orcs, that's, what is it? That's 93 list. Uh, that is... Yes. That's... What is 27, 20, I'm, I'm 27, yeah. 28%. It's, uh, it's a lot. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's right. Players. Out of 368, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody check that uh, with a calculator. I'm going. But it, it, it's, high, it's mid, mid to high 20s percent for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and just, just being three factions. It's, it's pretty fearsome. Um, and then, if, of course, if you were to put all the space marines together, it's obnoxiously big. They're like 74 lists. Um, so yeah, you could definitely do that if you wanted. But yeah, this, this doesn't seem unhealthy. I would have thought the Drakkar and the Orcs would be swapped, but there's only two lists between them, so I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, so we're talking about top players in attendance. Yeah, jumping straight in. Um, so I'm going to do these ones, and then I'm going to get our man Dustin to do the, the breakdown for Mary Slaneshmus. But um, top players in attendance, first-ranked gentleman is the second-ranked gentleman in the UK. His name's Malik Amin Rubio. You may have heard of him. The LGT, he won both the Invitational and the uh, the Open. Absolute behemoth at the moment and he's sticking with his true tried and true admech. boy. this is literally what an admech list looks like that was the top table list 
and took it, taken this in. So it's literally like a quarter less list or, a, uh, you know, 15% less list. Um, Lucy's Patrol, Mars Outrider. So he hasn't broken the mold. He's staying exactly with what he brought into the dance. He has a Marshall, a Manipulus, Tunus 20 Rangers. Then it goes into the Mars portion. This one is another Manipulus, another unit of 20 Rangers, five Infiltrators, seven Rustalkers, three Instabellistari, sing two singles and a, a unit of two, three Service Raiders, two Stratoraptors and a Dune Rider. It's just the same list. But you know like how many uh, unit less of what's everything. the size the squad size of the server traders uh just a three man okay yeah just one single three man just to be annoying yeah. um because this, the the service raiders got hit almost the hardest of all of them they did like they 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 went up phenomenally um and so yeah i really only expect to see one mm -hmm. maybe two units of three i wouldn't expect to see the, the eight mans and nine mans and seven mans um but yeah so it's still like two planes it's still three three 20 man bricks it's still one sizable unit of rust stalkers a little unit of infiltrators to shore up your rod and engage points and then just the support characters it's actually it's pretty tidy still it's pretty good still it's, it's going to do fine but it is just like it's almost like you, you lost one troop choice one fast attack one elite and one heavy support from your from your army and it's just got condensed a bit still looks like a good list though i like it i'm I'm glad that i'm still seeing some more people that are sticking with the ad mech i don't don't like everybody falling off like, ah they got nerfed don't want to play them anymore this is a top player <laughs> yeah sticking with them boys that's right it's still doable very doable don't give up on yeah, your they're still very potent very, very potent. potent faction uh it's just yeah. one of those where where people that want to stay on the bleeding edge of yeah. things uh they i mean as a self-confessed filthy meta chaser, uh, I completely <laughs> understand and sympathize. Uh, but it's it, there is something to be said about complete familiarity mm -hmm. with your list, mm. uh, consistency of knowing what every, every when to use every stratagem, when to do things, and still using an absolute deadly weapon yeah. in the form of so the only thing I would have liked to have seen is one of the Ranger bricks change into Vanguard. I feel like with the change to durability based list at the moment that we're seeing this bit of a, a bit of a resurgence that we saw at the, as the start of eighth edition things like thick city things like still got buggies around still got like kill rigs and things of that ilk dread knights just having that those 20 guys who can just dump those fives or fives to hit auto wound onto something like a unit of talos mm. unit of grotesque etc i feel like that's still very valuable yeah. um, but it's obviously he's got a plan in mind but that's just what i would do for me so not gonna tell never gonna tell somebody like malik is wrong yeah that's <laughs> um all right no, I was just going to say faction expert sort of thing. So Next, he obviously knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, obviously knows what he's doing. For my taste, I want that one one unit of anger. When, uh, um, when next up is it. Greg Chamberlain, ranked ranked yeah <laughs> ranked fifth in the uk he's playing death guard mortarian's anvil battalion and a supreme command you know what's coming um death guard demon prince malignant playcaster three units of 10 pox walkers three units of three death shroud a foul blight spawn because you don't leave home without it three pbcs and morty yeah i love seeing morty in this meta like i can't tell you how much i love to see him right now yeah same I and, and i like Mm -hmm. uh, the consistency of this list talking about picking your secondaries having you know mm -hmm. basically protecting points this is this is a power protect list if you ask me uh and yeah. th this can this can come away with maybe not 100 point wins uh but you're not getting anywhere close to the max points off this list either yeah but paul there's exactly there's, right it's, it's never gonna shroud. give 100 it's death shroud <laughs> three by three so, buddy look, death again, shroud i don't i don't want to seem like i'm second guessing uh the players but <laughs> If those were two units of uh, of blight lords, and maybe a unit of Deshroud, then you know, then he's obviously going all the way. That's <laughs> right. I mean, the only yeah, reason this... it won't go all the way because it's Deshroud instead of blight lords. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so in this list, he needs the Deshroud to offset the player. I the really hope Greg yeah. wins. That's why you have three squads. I really hope Greg wins. Uh, I do as well. I would love to see Morty get a podium. At uh, no, you can have. So what you have with the Deshroud? So you need the the uh, Heretic Astartes keyword, and those yeah. you can get that for multiple things. 
Oh, fair enough. Mm. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, how do you guys feel about Morty in this meta? Because I actually think he's quietly okay here because he doesn't. He has his big swings are really relevant. The big swings and the minus one toughness just see, like the aura plus the no rerolls, which um, yeah. is quite big for a couple of different factors out there. Things like Grey Knights especially rely I have a lot of rerolls here, there, and everywhere. Um, but yeah, I actually don't hate Morty in this meta. I mean, I don't think he's amazing, but he's not gonna he's not gonna shake up things too great. But if you wanted to shore up your scoreline and just make sure you're never gonna get blown out. Morty seems like a good problem solver. Yeah. Realistically, Mortarion is, I mean, you've made your opponent's decisions for them mm-hmm. in the first two rounds. That's one of the things that I don't like, uh, or, or by what I criticize uh, the, some of the larger models for, is that you've quite literally made all your opponent's firing resolution decisions for them in the first one or two yeah. rounds of the game. Yeah. And that might not be a bad thing. If that is enough time for you to develop whatever other strategy you want, or it's still not enough time for you to lose any significant ground or points or whatever, then yeah, go for it. Well, what what just picks him up now? There's no there's no four Stratoraptors. There's no Waz bombs. Yeah. And, you know, three like six or seven. Um, what are they called? The uh, scrap jets. There's like what actually just kills him in a turn in this game. I don't think much. That's the only thing though, because Morty right now, I I love him to bring him because you you want something big like that. But the problem is, is that because knights are starting to come back in the meta too, people are going to be bringing all these guns that are good against Morty That's- as well. We talk about the window, yeah. Yep, the window. Like, the there window it is. The Morty window is there, like, and it's just—it's uh, closing. This, this might be. This might be a really good tournament because yeah. the knights haven't gone too high up, but twelve of them is everywhere. They're 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 rising. And they're on the rise. He's actually he's actually a good knight solution. He is as a well, good knight solution because knights sure. won't knights won't kill him in a turn, but he'll go out and ice a knight every oh, turn yeah. if you let him easily. Um, all right, well, they're battling so, out on table table four and five is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, four and five. This is, this is Next up, we got Conrad Barkowitz. This is uh, the sixth-ranked UK player playing Iron Hand Successes. Now we're going to get a bit same samey in the rundown here from here, but Iron Hand Successes, well into range, board heroes, of course. Patrol in a Vanguard, Primaris Chaplain on bike, Techie five incursors, two times two company vets, two times five devs. Now I know for a fact this gentleman has gone for the uh, three multi melters, one grav cannon configuration, which I'm personally a huge fan of. Uh, he's got a drop pod. Then his next attachment is Hecaton Ichaos because he's actually playing as Minotaurs, so that's the named Minotaur um, Contempted Dreadnought. Then he has a Contempted Dreadnought, which is also going to be a character, so he's going to have oh, wow, two okay. character protected Dreadnoughts. Then he's got three units of Vanguard of veterans, uh, two five mans. And a, and a 10 man so you can have four units of five a whirlwind scorpius and a land speeder storm now when i saw this list i was like it's actually a hell of a lot of stuff really it's actually a lot a legitimate so, amount of stuff what do you think what do you guys think about the uh the land speeder storm and the whirlwind scorpius i mean we haven't seen those in so forever. the land speeder storms land speeder storms pop up here there and everywhere when you want to have especially for iron hands when you can just you know you keep keep them alive a little mm. bit easier iron hand success is obviously not but regular iron hands they get they get a feeling their pain they add another wound or two to their profile but they're very good for the games where you need to chuck something in the middle for oath and you don't want to extend anything of value and also to, to just shore up and get a third quarter for engagement all fronts mm. i'm a big fan because 55 points for that many wounds and that kind of speed it's actually hard to come by in a lot of other places but yeah dustin any thoughts i actually really like it too i didn't even know about that name character for the minotaurs that's that's did you have to look that up or did you actually know that just by looking at it adam i just know i just when i wrote it out i'm like i know you just, you just, just look at that flex look at that setup straight up flex well it's 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 the modus operandi of the iron hands if you can't if you're not going to have because they're always going to want to use that um march of the angels whatever they have yeah. the character dreadnought and you're like well two is better than one right uh, so let's let's find a character dreadnought to, to chuck in my list yeah and he's the only one that uh, makes now sense. with the the, the, the chappy dreads gone we're still seeing a lot of the devs um, and drop so yeah. too 
Yeah, well, there's only really two factions that can pull it off. I mean, the White Scars can do the devs in the Rhino quite well because yes. they can get it after the move. Which I like that way better pod. than the Drop Pod, by the way. Me too, me too. I like that personally because the drop pod can't be used, can be used against you. Yeah. The rhino really can't. Um, well, not as not as badly. Mm -hmm. But it seems like Iron Hands and Space Wolves are the only two factions that can really pull off a, a premium drop pod. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of. But fair. Like, it, I still like it. Like, don't get me wrong. I really like. Yeah, it I can't think of any others either. It still it still gives you a lot of like alpha strength if you need, or like the first three turns. It's a huge threat that a lot of opponents need to respect too because they just come in and shoot whatever they want if you don't mm. either zone it properly or hide what you need to and i actually like the whirlwinds exactly right. i like it's a nice tech piece in these kind of lists he does have the vanguard vest running up there too and i i actually like it yeah so my other line is like shooting there's never anything wrong it's... with that too so people can't just it's a lot of vanguard they vets. can't just like have a five man a or a 10 man cultist yeah. squad guarding an objective in your back line mm. because you're gonna get shot by a whirlwind the other thing I really like the whirlwind for. So personally, I'm I'm love it or hate it with the whirlwind scorp because it's so it's just so expensive. But if you're gonna take it, taking it in a meta that has a lot, of like, and I mean a lot of gray knights, mm. is a great is a great one because it is it is a purpose built, like purpose built um, marine killer. Yep. You know, strength six minus three, two damage, Mwah. perfection. Um, all right, moving down, Ben Jones, seventh rank UK player, playing Drakari. He's got an Artist of Flesh, Blackheart, Artist of Flesh Patrols, that is three patrol breakdown. Homunculus, 10 Homoxites, five racks, two times four grotesques, two times two Talos. Goes into the next attachment. This is our Court of the Archon with an Archon, Drizar, five Cabalites, and five Mandrakes. And then his last attachment, Succubus, five racks, four more grotesques, a Chronos and two Talos. So in hindsight, that is three units of four grotesques, two, three units of two Talos, single Chronos, and essentially a bunch of chaff and a, a bunch of uh, support characters. That's some serious beef. Exactly right. Do I love Drysar too. Mm -hmm. yeah. By the way, I'm just going to point out, people, do not overlook 10 Homoxites for the amount of damage they'll do. They will catch you out every time if you just think they're forgettable. Because he's got these guys ticked up with, I think, most of the guns, like the Aussies and the Hex Rifles and, and whatnot. Um, they're actually surprisingly effective. Yeah, you don't see them very often, but I actually like them. I, I think we should see them a lot more in the mm -hmm. uh, the AOF detachments, like the Artifice of the Flesh, because they're a little bit more durable, yeah. even with the because of the feel no pain, minus one damage, those two damage guns. Yeah. You'll be able to survive a lot of those a lot more, and they they slap. Like I don't we, We've seen them they, represented they uh, yeah. more and more in lists, where, where previously you had not seen them at all, if you ask me, mm -hmm. uh, and, now, and now they're starting mm -hmm. to creep into lists. They just do more than you think they would yeah. do from shooting and then do more than you think they would do when they charge you, especially oh, like, with that 1CP like rerolls of wound. Yeah, for mm. sure. Um, all right, next up is Nassim for Shane. This is ranked 9 in the UK, and he's playing Iron Hand successes as well. Little same, same, but different. He's playing Whirlwind of Rage and Master Artisans. He's got a patrol and a Vanguard as well, but you'll see it's quite different. Um, Primos Chaplain on Bike, five Infiltrators, the same Relic Contempt that we saw before. It's going to be a, going to be a character. Um, a unit of five Vanguard Vets, two Landspeed of Storms, um, a Primaris Lieutenant. Oh, sorry, they, sorry. there's two regular land speeders. Sorry, they've got multi-melters, I remember. Um, Primaris Lieutenant, two times two company vets, two Redemptors, another two units of five Vanguard vets, and then the two uh, two devs, units of devs in the drop pods. This gentleman has gone for two of each, two multi-melters, and two grav cans. And of course, rounding it out, he has that land speeder storm as well. So it's kind of interesting to see how same, same, but different these two Iron Hand successor lists are. One's going like right into dreads, like two redemptor dreads. Only five less Vanguard still has the devs, still has lots of other bits and pieces. I'm not quite sure which one I like better, but I think they're both legit. Uh, see, I actually, I, I'm going to say something probably not that popular, but I'm becoming uh, less of a fan. 
of contemptors. <laughs> now, I get why you take a contemptor sure. in these kind of lists because you make them a character so they can't be targeted. It makes perfect sense for those yeah. ones. But I like redemptors way more, like in general. You heard it here first. Dustin says, throw your contemptors yeah. away. In the bin. I did not. In the bin. Just, just against me, don't yeah. use them because they're actually really effective against the armies I play. I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Knock away from down, make a base out of them. You can. I just. Like, they, <laughs> Against uh, some of the top armies, like against Grey Knights, they don't get a lot of value because the mortal wounds, yep. they, they get the saves against that. They'll get two up save against a lot of them for their end cover. And it's just not efficient against them. And against some of the other ones, the same kind of thing. But Redemptors, I just feel because they're good at close combat too. And they're always taking role in the rage too. Mm. And they're they're they yeah. hurt in close combat when they get in. Every, yeah, every other time they just got seven hits. Yeah, you know? like, seriously, it's hits. ridiculous. I actually really like them. I, I'm a big fan of Redemptors. Uh, above Contemptors. I get, again, having them in, in Iron Hands makes perfect sense. Make them a character, can't be targeted. Perfect. But, get some but you're looking at it like uh, devoid of emotion. You're thinking these stats line up on the Redemptor, line up really well against what you might actually encounter. Exactly, exactly. So that's why I look at those things. I think that, I mean, I think that's what you're saying and I, I can get on board 100%. with that. Paul gets yeah. me. Paul gets me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last of the top gentlemen in the tennis, Dom Maidlow. He's ranked 10th in the UK. Bit same, same here, guys. Um, Drakari, Artist of Flesh. Uh, now he's got Test of Skill and Precise Killers. So he's got a custom um, Witch Cult. Then he's got um, Blackheart for his last attachment. Drizar, Homunculus, 14, 5, 5 racks. So it's a unit of 14, two units of 5. Two units of 4 grotesques, th- a unit of 3 Talos, a unit of 2 Talos, and then into the um, Witch Cult. A Succubus, 5 Witches, 2 times 5 Hellions, and then into the Blackheart portion. He's got a Court of the Archon, an Archon, a unit of racks, 5 Incubi, and a Raider. Um, I'm going to say it right now. This list feels like it's trying to do too much, which is interesting to say <laughs> for a Drakari list that used, <laughs> that used to do it all. No, that is a bold statement. Why do you feel that yeah. way? Explain yourself, Adam. We can get um, behind it. We just need you to explain it. So, so it's trying to be a thick city, mm-hmm. but it doesn't actually have enough thick city to be thick city. Like, he's got a unit of three Talos, a unit of two mm-hmm. Talos, and only two units of four grotesques. So, essentially, if your unit of three Talos get alpha struck, are you still thick city anymore? And uh, then into the um, the test of skill part. Well, I do like this, which is two times five Hellions. That makes a lot of sense. But to get the most out of that test of skill and precise killers, the Hellion units need to be bigger. Otherwise, they can't. They're not going to go in and kill a, a killer Talos, killer Kronos. Let alone, you know, the, the, I think Sean Naden himself said to me personally he said that the ten men Hellions go in and on average kill a Dread Knight. Five will not yeah, do that. I think those are there. Um, I mean, look, no just to play counterpoint, I think those are largely there to, to do a little flyer maintenance. That's that's true as well. But, you know, fires are massively on the decline, um, which is also a thing as well. Well, maybe why he's trying to... Fly- I, think, I think I hear hearing what you're saying, though, but maybe he's trying to hedge his yeah. bets. He's like, I just need a little bit of this, this a little bit of that to, to, mm, to make um, my, my press offense here. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's a good li- it's a good list. It's a very good list. But I feel like it's it, it, same with the Raider as well. He's got a Raider that's just going to have, what, five Incubi, Succubus, and his Archon in it. And that's all, all the whole purpose is, is just oh. to sling it around. I like that play a lot. I do. I usually like to see it with another relevant melee unit in it. Like if you have two units of Incubi and two characters, or two, sorry, you'd only get one character in there at that point. But um, it just, I don't know. It feels like it needed one more unit in any one of these three columns like another unit you buy one large you know five more hellions a unit of five unit of ten or you know just a third grotesque in that squad Mm -hmm. but you know this dude obviously knows what he's doing and this list will be good 
into a lot of the traditional Drakari matchups. Like this I, is this is still going to hold very good into things like Marines, things like um, sorry. You go. I've been talking too long. No, no. I, th I think you're highlighting a very good point here is that all these things individually are really great, but maybe there's not enough of them to break through some of those those areas of resistance where you might find or uh, quite enough to do the damage that the units are intended to do. You know, So if you do run up against something that it is a little bit heavier on the things that you've built to counter, then you have no counters. You basically have... Uh, no answers and all questions. I don't think that's the quite the situation we're in with this list, but you're highlighting that list building philosophy that players can get drugged down into. Yeah, I, I think it's it's trying to do everything. And look, I might be completely wrong, and this guy is a savant with this thing, and it can't just do everything at once. Um, in which case, all the power to you, Dom. Um, moving on, though. So, what do you guys think well, about all this list? It's actually it's one very second, though. Yeah, but we, yeah. before we move on to the other thing, let's just pick a winner, and then we're going to take a break uh, and get a word from our sponsors. Yeah, well, I wanted to point out something. So in past, in, in a lot of events we've seen recently, especially ones in like in, uh, in other European countries, a lot of Scandinavian countries, we'll see the first like two or three lists of the couple of top guys are just kind of playing random off-meta stuff. Like the gentleman who's playing the demons, who's the top-ranked guy in Scandinavia. I can't remember his name right now, but he takes essentially monster match demons to every event, and he's the number one player in that that region. We've seen the same thing in some Spanish events. See the same thing in some places of America and Canada. Malik is playing Grey Knights. The guy under him is playing Death Guard, a single, you know, essentially apart from Morty, a single detachment Death Guard list. And then we've got a, like a very homogenous next next uh, four guys. Is this a phenomenon of ninth edition, or is this something we've always seen, where the top kind of couple of dudes just do what they do, and everyone just kind of below them, not so much falls into line, but follows some predictable paths? I think that's an anomaly. I think that we're seeing more of the where the people that that want to chase that on the bleeding edge, they're they're not necessarily innovating. Some people do innovate, uh, in, in which which the game allows for, but I think that that is the the outlier. Hmm. Oh, so you think, yeah, you think it's the exception and not the rule. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, I, I think it's a great exception. And, and players like these, hmm. the ones we've highlighted here, continuing to innovate, they help drive that next shift. And then and then you're no longer the innovator. Then people think you're netlisting. They don't know it's your list. They just, they just know they heard about it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Dustin, do you have any thoughts on that point? Yeah, so I, I'm on the same page as Paul with this because I think it is an anomaly. I like to see it more. And I want to see a lot more top players actually like stick with those armies. I'm wondering if it's when they just, when they're a faction experts and their faction just happens to become like the best one for a little while. And then they get kind of mm. used to it and they really like where it is, even when after it gets nerfed, like we see with Malik right here, sticking with the uh, ad mech, he feels comfortable mm. with it. We'll see some people may move away from Drukari, but the, there's still gonna be some fact like, you know, Scar is gonna be playing Drukari for God, he'll go out exactly. forever and he's going to keep doing yeah. it too. So, is it that some people just maybe they find their they find their voice with an army and then they stick mm. with it after that? So I'd like to see more of it, but I do think Paul's right. I think this is kind of an anomaly, but I think we need more of it. I want I want to see well, more guys in, so, in a giant same, same. field uh, in this many rounds. You need consistency, and you have to be able to manifest that consistency. The the either because you have efficiency in your units, or you've got uh, just expert skill in your play and you know what to yep. you you've you've manifested your own consistency either in your tactics mm. uh, or your performance with your army your the way you've ritualized your first two or three turns of the game or well, whatever uh, and players can come to that conclusion in a variety of ways mm -hmm. so what one point i just thought of one reason this may be the case 
we're, we're T-minus under two months to the end of the season, boys. Like, oh, yeah. Players just might not have, like someone like Malik, who's like put a solid six, eight months into getting a, uh, like a, to a perfection level, an expert level of admec is like, well, in eight weeks, seven, eight weeks before the end of the season, can I get good enough with another faction to be better than where I am now? No, or do I just point. stick with what brought me to the dance? That's definitely so, a good point. And legit, well, in, yeah. In the interest of time, let's pick a faction winner. What faction do you think is, is taking the, the crown here? And then we'll take a short break. Go for oh. it. You, you, you put your hand up, oh. Adam. You know, mm. Mm. I know what I'm picking. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I want I want Greg to go all the way. So that's much who I'm thinking too. The, <laughs> with Morty, I I want that in my heart. But yeah, stuff it. No, he's getting voted. Death, death guard, death guard, winning. Death guard or winning this? Vote. It's happening. Dustin, you're saying death guard. I'm saying death guard. It's <laughs> happening. Do it. I got to defy the, uh, defy convention here and say orcs are. You taking cannot it. not pick death that's, guard, Paul. Yeah. It's because yeah. it's Destro. I love it. You, got, I know you contrarian I know. bastard. Like, just sitting up there above me, lording it over. But no, nah, let's hand a destiny to Greg. Hand the destiny to Greg. Is. Win it, you mate. Smash it. Take it, take it all the way. I hope he does take it all the way with Death Guard. That's, uh, uh, then, and then that'll be like, the, again, they'll people like, oh, you're netlisting. Like, what are you saying? No, I just... <laughs> yeah. It would be such a story of the event, wouldn't it? To see Death Guard just club it in this we're manner. going well i'd say they have a one in three shot yeah. and take it down so. it's true, it's true. They, have good, um, they have good odds here we're, we're going odds. to take uh well not one in three are they what is it well, well whatever the 30 31 list yeah. uh we'll take a short break work from our sponsors please check out the, uh, the stuff from frontline gaming uh this is the network you're listening on uh they got great stuff we're going to come back in just a minute and talk about uh marius and Ushmas. at frontline gaming we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. We are back, everybody. Thanks for checking out that uh, word from our sponsors. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave a five-star review if you haven't already. Those are some hassle-free ways you can interact with the show that uh, helps kind of the algorithms help other people find us. And then we get to have this amazing chat be kicking off every week. And thank you very much for the comments. Uh, Encouraging us to keep going here in the chat. We really appreciate y'all tuning in live. And the people that listen later, we appreciate that too. We appreciate it. So next one we're going to be talking about is up in the uh, the ocean shores. Is that the place? That is the place. That's the name of the place? That's awesome. It's just yeah. called 
As far as I could figure out, it was just code Ocean Shore. Uh, it could be a, I mean, it is a thing. It's, it could be a place. Wait. This is the thing. We learn so much geography. Most islands, it's on the ocean. Most islands tend to have it, you know? It's near the ocean, right? It has to be near the ocean. 78 player, six round major event. Uh, Dustin, I'm going to let you take it away. Run down the, uh, the quick and dirty stats. Go over the quick and dirty stats. We'll start off with the Imperial Super Faction. We have two Imperium Soup. Three sisters, one custodes, one admech, one astro militarum, four gray knights, and five imperial knights, making it outnumbering all the other imperial super factions here. I love seeing that. Do you have any thoughts on that, Paul? Mm. <laughs> no lie. So a buddy of mine's been messaging me. He's like on a hunt for knights, and he's he's gathering up all these knights from all over parts of the world because a lot of people are scooping them up, and so people I think are having a little bit of a scarcity trying to assemble and their their knight armies, especially of the performance that we've been seeing. And I think they they really have a place in a relevance uh, mm. in in the forty k meta right now, which is which is cool. Yeah. Oh, man, I watched a knight verse. So best knight list you can make, the, the free blade lance with the Megaras and the, the Warglaze and whatnot, versus the five dread knight um, grey knight list. And it was, the, the, like the grey knight list is, is considered to be one of the best, if not possibly the best army or most well-rounded army at the moment. And the knights won, like the one by a couple of points. Oh, it was I was going to say you didn't crazy. watch the Sutter Scrub one then, because we played that oh, exact same match too. We got what a couple of cool comments in the Forget chat. One. Yeah. Uh, so it is Ocean Shores. We got that right. It. So look at that. Awesome. Uh, and then Nicky D. Williams says that his buddy Nick is running Black Templars, and uh, he's call he's calling a shot. He says it's going to be a big weekend for him. Oh, all beautiful! Right. Like like hearing that, like hearing that, the confidence there. We'll, we'll talk about the Space Marine Superfaction then. So we have four Dark Angels, three Space Wolves, one Blood Angel, one Iron Hands, two Ultramarines, two Salamanders, and four Black Templars, including the Black Templar player being called up by Nicky Williams here. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got, the, got a good spread here. I kind of like it. More Black Templars here, which I like to see too. I guess the mm, hobby leg is a yeah. little, little better in uh, Washington by the ocean shores. The, uh, that is, we got we got a good representation of space wolves, which we've seen mm -hmm. them on the uh, just yep. increase recently. Uh, more dark angels actually than I would expect, and fewer blood True. angels. I know I would always suspect more blood right. angels, but I really think the blood angels are positioned pretty well right mm. now, uh, and, and I, I would expect to see a, little, well, a few more of them. I thought it was strange that there was um, there's eight white scars over in the UK. Traditionally, where white scars would be considered to be less good than some of the more linear or you know um, shooty space marine ones, and whereas this one we see no white scars, absolute donut. Um, I find that quite interesting. How on you know different different continents, same same mission pack, possibly different terrain, eight and zero, completely different. Yeah, yep, that's a, that's a big difference. But uh, going on to the chaos super faction. Two Chaos Soup, three Chaos Space Marines, four T-Suns, six Death Guards, so still outnumbering everybody else, no Demons, and a single Renegade Knight. Now, well, Renegade Knight faction. The Do you know why there's less Renegade Knights than Imperial Knights, though? Do you have an idea of why that might be? Um, is this four. a thought exercise? Thought exercise. Is that a... I, I, have an, I have an idea of it. I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are. Um... Imperial Knights just have more rules, just more well-rounded, <laughs> more fleshed out, have more tools we and more that options. Supplement, that's, man. That's, but, but Renegade Knights have more straight-line power. Like, they actually hit a little harder, shoot a little better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Paul, do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, someone knocked all the spikes off their knife. <laughs> dropped it, yeah, like, knocked them them. yeah, that makes perfect sense, actually. Uh. Yeah, for me, I think it's actually because the Renegade Knight faction is a lot better with the smaller knights, and you just spam them. Mm. And most people don't have yeah. that many to spam right now. 
don't have nine. They don't have like, well, like thirteen or 13. however many you can actually bring. Yeah, because they're actually yeah, 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 they, you yeah. bring like one big knight and then however many small knights you can with the renegades. The Imperium you could take three easily. That's what, that's mm. my thoughts on it anyway. Also, also pointing out the Megara on the um, chaos side is missing keywords apparently compared to its imperial. Yes, counterpart. that is also correct. Mm. Yeah, that is also correct. Uh, so the Xeno Super Faction, we have a single Necron and two Orcs with no Tau. So not many Xenos. Uh, like the Necrons and mm. Orcs. It's, it's two Orcs still the most there. It makes sense. Hive Mind Super Faction, three Hive Mind, four Tyranids, no GSE. That's going to change. It's going to change. <laughs> it's coming. We saw some hey, rules. Crossfire. Right? Put, put crossfire. Cross. Crossfire. Cross. Ah, yes. <laughs> Altari Super uh. Faction, we have one mixed Altari, three Drukari, three Harlequins, and zero Asuriani. Going over the faction pointer, that means that uh, Death Guard are the most represented, followed by Imperial Knights. Mm-hmm. That's the, I think that's the first time we've seen that happen. Yeah, making the podium. Yeah, the, and uh, how many? And I don't know how many episodes we've done, but that's the first time I think we've seen Imperial this Knights. This is this is twenty episode twenty five. Uh, they've got an honorable mention in fourth place before, but I think this is the first time they have hit the podium. True, that's true. Yeah, I mean Tyranids are on here too now. They haven't actually been on <laughs> yeah, there for the third. And they're tied with the Green Knights, Thousand Sons, Dark Angels, and Black Templar. But <laughs> Black they're Templars. there. <laughs> oh, so one thing before it goes off. The, so Greg is Gregory's in the chat. Uh, he says he hope he does. He do, hope it doesn't blow the, that goodwill. Uh, You've been touched, nice, my friend. Nice. You've been touched. Uh, yeah, it's it's good for one get out of squeaky yes. situation card. Don't waste yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, so we do have a couple of top players in attendance here, though. Uh, we'll go over the Steve Trimble will be there, 19th in the USA, bringing a Custodes, Shadowkeepers, Battalion, you got Trajan. Oh, man, I can't read your... What the heck is that? I'm assuming that's the Dawn Eagle. Uh, Shield there. Captain Shield on Dawn Eagle. That, that is not <laughs> yeah. what that says, but all right, I'll take your word for it. we got three card, two gets a three, Sagittarius, six say, cards, say, cards, say, say how it's spelled. See, I actually got the rest of it. This is it is uh, not easy to read this if you're not Adam Camilleri writing this down, believe me. It's it's <laughs> I like the combination of Trajan with the with the Telemon. Mm-hmm. Uh th- those you can just cre- you could basically divide the table into like four quad you know, four zones and just go down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just I wait for the day when Paul reads one of these out and just reads it for like verbatim. I was uh, tempted. A shadow cur- I was very tempted. A, a bat trash. Bat trash. Dakota Deni Dina three guard two times three Sagit six Ven three Telam Sagit six Ven Telam yeah six Ven three Telam <laughs> and a merry six Ven three Telam to you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's um, a new Christmas a wish good. from uh, Frontline Gaming here, guys. This is just a good safe. Um, Custodius yeah, is going to sure. take two to the last probably on three mostly unkillable Telemons. Maybe he yeah, loses one if somebody's time. really dedicated. Um, and another then, yeah, another just... power protect list. Anytime I see that, I think there, when I look at lists like this, like you almost, your work is cut out for you and you know what you have to do, but it's just hard to do. It's like, what is, you know, I know what I have to do, but I have to, do I have the strength to do it? You know, that's yeah. what you have to ask yourself uh, when you well, see this, the... because you know what they're taking for their secondaries. Yeah. I actually really like three Telemons into thick I love three Telemons. I'm like, chicken and do, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come at me, bruh. Yeah. But <laughs> they have to make it. Do so anything. The Custodes <laughs> player has to make it to that matchup. That's true. That's, That's true. It's true. So 
I mean, that that's that's something that's worth talking about. Maybe not, maybe because we're limited on time on this show, but maybe that's something to revisit uh, on on the like next week or the or on another show. Is how do you get into that situation if you're taking mm. a non-conventional list? Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Um, there's one list I liked, and I was I, I like this gentleman quite well. His name's Tyler Bortel. You want to read out his list, and also in brackets what he titled his list as. It's quite funny. Oh, I actually well. Tyler Bortel is a fellow high mind player, so I love this guy. I love this list too. The in brackets that I'm supposed to read now: reject modernity, embrace trad. It says tradition. You didn't spell tradition yeah. wrong, or does he spell tradition wrong? I know, love it. Just like a just like a plebe high mind player would. Wow! <laughs> Bang! <laughs> I'm out of here. Hey, how many people are not playing your faction this weekend? Oh wow! <laughs> Oh my uh, god! I had to pile on, and I feel I feel dirty doing it. I apologize. I'm so sorry, Dustin. Crossfire, it's coming. <laughs> it's Crossfire. Yeah, cross. <laughs> we're getting our Lexi in while we right. can now, because we're all going to be. You, you, yeah, you until he's like doing really up models. You know? oh, you, you're, you're all you're all so much trouble. Anyway, he's got to force the high mind. Levy battalion, because you've got to. And he's got a GSC patrol as well because you need the blitz to protect you. So in the, the, the battalion, we've got a Malanthrope, a Neuranthrope, two times 10 Hormagons, 27 Devil Gods, two times three Warriors. I'm assuming they have the adaptation, so they're given plus one to hit uh, Hive Guard, or at least one of them. Six Hive Guard, a Lictor, a Malaceptor with the upgrade, I'm assuming, as well. Uh, three yep. Is that three stri- Sky Striker Swarms, or is that one of three? A unit of th- a unit, one, one unit of three. three. One unit of yeah. three. Okay. Two barbed hero duels. Yeah. I always see Tyler bringing these barbed wow, hero duels. Okay. I'm actually a huge fan of these. I that's, love them. I love them. That's the well, embrace tradition because that is his yeah. traditional yes. play. See, I actually love it. He finishes off with a Magus and two Acolytes because blips and broad is easy that way. Plus mind control. I'm assuming he has that and probably mass hypnosis. But the barbed hero duel, I'm going to talk about them for a second because these things are awesome. I brought one to the uh, team event that I went to that I brought a single one and it was all-star of the list, hundred percent all-star of the list. When you give that thing plus one to hit, it is so consistent. Is it, it's basically the hive. Guard. What does it do? It's like, why would you even include this in the list in the first place? So it's a, it's a big monster Two up save naturally toughness, eight, 18 wounds. So it's already a monster. And if, it, if Leviathan, if it's near the, near any synapse, it'll have a six up feel no pain as well. So it has the same amount of shots as the Hive Guard. So it's 12 shots, two guns that are firing six shots each. Strength eight, negative two, flat two damage. It's also a monster. Okay. So you can make it three damage with the stratagem as well. So now suddenly you don't have to worry about rolling those fives and sixes on Hive Guard because you're just getting flat two damage on the minus one damage stuff too. And they're going to be hitting on twos mm. because uh, so Warriors are going to hit. Remember how I said that Whirlwind Scorpius, Whirlwind Scorpius was great for killing Grey Knight Power Armor? <laughs> The barbed hero duel is the next yes. level. It of seems, like, seems it pretty is, good. Like Grey Knight Destroyer. Is so good at killing those things. Yeah. It is so consistent. And again, is damage too hard to come by in the Tyranid book? Uh, uh, flat two? Yes, very much so. Shooting, it's yeah, like it's lots, it's lots, it's so barbed hero duel and Execrine is basically the two. But this barbed hero duel is tougher. It has more shots technically now too. Plus, it's really good in close combat. It only has four attacks, but when it's hitting on twos, it rerolls ones because they're giant talons and this D3 plus three damage. Strength 10. That's okay, Dreadnoughts. Well, someone be someone to be well, scared of. Yeah, like Tyler's yeah. got two of them. It's quite good. Yeah, you put that on an objective, mm-hmm. and the look on your opponent's face when you make an obsec in your command phase. It's pretty good. <laughs> I love them. So I, I love. This I rate them. The, the and the new the new levy book just gave him like 
a, just a bit more oomph. Yes. Because when you had him hitting on threes and someone was just like yeah. lightning fast, and you're like, oh, you're like, oh, I didn't kill a raider this turn with my massive yeah, you know, exactly. monster. Now that you're hitting on it, twos, it sucks. It's, it just makes it so much more consistent. Make one of them damage three and it just tears through things. It is. It was my all-star on my list. And I had Hive Guard. So that says something, right? Exactly right. All right, we're getting towards the end of the show where we do our uh, Fuego Rapido segment where we run down a series of five topics and give ourselves two minutes to discuss them uh, the best we can, um, see what production serves up for us. But before we get there, before we get there, let's pick a faction winner for this event. <laughs> Let me have a look at these numbers. Do I really need to? Do I? Come on. Yeah, you're going Tyler, right? I'm going Tyler. <laughs> I'm going with one of the Black Templars. Exactly, the, the Black Templar boy that was called out in the chat. That guy's yep. going to win. I don't know his name. Don't know what he's brought. That dude's I'm, my champion. I, I want to say Imperial Knights. That's what I'm feeling. I feel like that's what the warp is telling me. Imperial Knights. But I got to go with Grey Knights. I think Grey Knights is actually going to uh, pull pull this down. Okay. I Not think bad. with the all, with, all with Grey Knights, I, I, I don't think that there is enough in the way here of the Grey Knights. I think the Grey Knights, at least what we saw recently, is that they, they seem to kind of lose steam before they get all the way to, to the final round. I don't think that's going to be the case this weekend, and I think they're going all the way in the 78-player uh, six-round major event in Washington. So, Marius and Ashby. Is there another... So, no, to, uh, give us two minutes on what's going down this weekend, Paul. Where can people find it now that mm-hmm. people have tuned in? We've got a full chat. Got, there's a pretty auspicious event. People might want to oh, thank you for the tee-up. So, this weekend, yeah, on Warhammer TV, we're going to be doing the finals for the U.S. Open Series. Uh, the Games Workshop has been putting on a series of open events through several different places around the country. There's been three of them in the finals uh, where some of the, the top uh, – finishers in certain categories have been invited uh, for an invitational event that's going to be live on twitch this weekend on uh, uh twitch.com forward slash warhammer warhammer tv and yeah you might see me there talking about some of the games so please come in and join us if you're around this weekend and have some spare time we'd love to see you there in the chat wow uh all right so faction winner has been, been picked by all three of us we'll see we'll come you have to come back next week and see if we're right about this kind of stuff, which we will do Correct. these shows every Thursday. Uh, from here, all going into the new year, going to be here every week, as far as we know, right? I don't even know. Uh, we'll see how the dates line up. But if there's any disruption in that, I'll let you know. But I plan to be here every Thursday talking about what's going on in Warhammer. Me too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Every week. I ain't going to miss it for the world. Alrighty, so all right, here we go. Now the Fuego Rapido. This is a, this is a, a segment on the show. If you're new here, uh, this is where uh, we, we go go down a series of topics. We give ourselves two minutes to talk about them. When the two minutes starts, we start. When they're done, we we cut it off and go on to the next segment. Uh, here we go. As soon as the clock comes up on the screen, I will get going. Worst job in the Imperium. What is it, Dustin? Space Wolf Kennel Cleaner. <laughs> what for like Fen- the Fenrisian the Fenrisian wolves, wolves. I, have oh, been, I, I love it I thought you were going to say no just, just all of them <laughs> just, just, a, just a space just marines a... <laughs> that's where they go yeah just in the kennel because you're going to um, be on the front lines oof. and you got to clean up crap while you're doing it man that's just awful uh, I'm going to say whoever uh, whoever cleans out the I guess cleaning is probably the worst <laughs> thing but I'll say uh, worst job in the Imperium who becomes the court starch the corn starch? That's the, the what? The corpse starch. Oh, the corpse starch. Uh, there is, yes. I don't know what that is. Oh, you necromunda news. You, you, put it, you put it into any kind of liquid to make it thicker when you cook. Uh, corn starch. <laughs> corpse. 
I know, I know, but you said quantum cause whatever. Tell me what it is. <laughs> it is exactly what it is. It is basically like the nutrient uh, of uh, the Necromunda Underhives or whatever. Everybody's like, get your corpse starch here. It's uh, Is it soil and grain? Uh, well, I don't even think they disguise it because it has corpse in the title. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't either. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd want it's, to try. It's not a snack something. you have at the movies, that's for sure. <laughs> I think you have to because that might be the only food that no, deep in the only food. Just get a big sack of stuff. I don't know. Um, I'll have to figure it out. It I was like gonna say I was gonna say servitor, but they actually have it better than a lot of they other do. people because they don't have to think about nothing. I was gonna say medic conscript. Conscript's medic. Yeah. Because you just know you're surrounded by dumbasses and it's your job to put them back together. In like the the worst worst I mean, that's job security. Imagine you never gonna didn't the conscripts yeah. used to wear the um the the bomb collars, the penal legion. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah oh, the, oh. the penal legions. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool back in the day. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we're out of time. I know this is Whoops. this is lots of. Whoops. Let us know what your your terrible job idea is. Uh, most underrated melee army. Uh, Adam, we'll start with you. And don't you say what I think you're going to say. Uh, I've, I mean, I've, I've, already, I've, already, I've already slapped Dustin once. Do I, want, do I want to just tee it up for a second? Well, no, 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 we're good. Um, I think most underrated at the moment is probably Black Templars, not getting the respect that I, and this is saying from me personally, I don't respect them. I didn't respect them when I first read that book. I thought they were trash. But seeing them and playing them a bit, I think they are losing. You coming around? Army. So I'm coming around, guys. I'm coming around. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say Weston. So go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Really nice. Yeah. Nice. 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 I think they're underrated. Yeah. I think that well because yeah they're well they're not no, they're not known for the, there's like oh we'll just be fast we'll just be fast places mm-hmm. you know but you still have to convert mm-hmm. you have to get there and then convert uh, and I don't think people think white scars have that uh, that potential to convert. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. You want to know what mine is? Dustin. Well, my underrated melee faction is. Huh? Huh? What you got? It's GSC, you guys. Come like did anybody listening to this really expect me to say anything else? If you if you didn't know hoped. what I was going to say, so you, you think they can hang in there? You think that if that if enough were people were playing Gene Steeler Cults right now, uh, they would be winning? They would be winning more games than they are. Yes. Why? Why is their win rate so low? Because nobody's playing them. Nobody plays. Them. <laughs> well, technically, I, win rate is just. The percentage that you get to the yeah, dance. Yeah, that's because those people that are playing yes. them, there are not many of them. They're getting outnumbered by everything else. You just, you need, you need practice with these things. GSC are not a pick up and play I, army. They require a lot of practice. They require no mistakes. If you, like, you get punished for mistakes with GSC, mm. but they are very underrated in close combat. Like, the amount of times that people have looked at me and said, Are you sure that's what your melee unit does? Come on. Yes, I'm when you're sure. With a stop sign. So, there we go. Out of time. Best, no, best no. holiday. So, uh, sorry. This is best holiday destination, and this is this is Adam talking. So it's best vacation destination in so, North America. For those who don't know, I'm currently in the states, <laughs> looking for a nice trip, looking for maybe taking a nice myself on a nice weekend off in, in all of North America. That's everywhere from you know Texas up to whatever's at the top of Canada. Where should I go? Oh, we're oh, helping man. you Come out. On, Disney World. Go. So you're looking for like a theme park adventure, or uh, yeah, that's a good no, question. No, no. What are you looking just a, for? Just a nice, nice just Well, throw out whatever's your favorite, boys, and I'll decide. Yeah, well, it definitely is definitely Disney World for me recently. But uh, you know, also you got to check out some of the sites, the scenics. Uh, America has so much great green area, and then just just some some nature 
that you you probably have not witnessed. Uh, so you got to check out some mountains, some forest. If you can get forest on a mountain, even better. Nice. You know, yeah. See, for me, love it. Dustin. If, I, if I'm if I'm looking at Adam and I'm thinking what he would want to see, this is a guy that's from Australia, so I don't. I'm not thinking of destination places because to me, Australia is already pretty freaking nice to visit. So if you're looking for something it's else, nice. I always like. I like Universal Studios, all those kind of theme parks. But you know what you should go to? You should go to like Canada's Wonderland here because that's just down the street from me. And then you can come hang out with me. <laughs> all the roller coasters in there. Uh, like, come on, man. If you're like a roller coaster guy, absolutely. That's in terms of like a destination. Dustin has the reason the reason Dustin has said that because he's secretly got a chalkboard next to his thing with the amount of times I diss GSC on it, and it's the amount of times he's going to kick my ass with them when I see him. He is going to rock you with those stop signs. <laughs> those stop be signs. Like, oh man, this is my, you are going to have uh, this is my travel army. Uh, you know, it's just saying, whatever. stop signs aren't even that valuable right now, but they are going to wreck uh, uh, your day, and I'm just I can't wait for that time. His, his battle scribe just lists revenge on Adam list yep. one, revenge on Adam list two. Yeah, that's all. It's, it it's going to be a good time. It's going to be great. <laughs> that is hilarious all right here we go uh never have i ever blank in a 40k game or in a game of 40k uh I will go first. was that you, you want me to go first i want to go first oh okay Adam, you never go first. have i ever set to defend oh Not that's once. good that's good not ever see i forgot that was never a thing. heard of it so I would have never even thought to mention it, even though I can guarantee you I've never <laughs> done true. it. true. I actually have done it. Uh, I've done it twice. I can count on one hand the number of times I've done it, but I've done it. So I can't say that. Oh, man. I'll take a drink. You never, can't say it. Never gone first. Never made a 12-inch charge. No, these are not true. <laughs> definitely, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you have one, Paul? Um, God, let's see. I think, I think it almost... This is complicated, but I don't. The first time I've ever put a special character of any type on the table, they have never made it out of round one. The first time. Ooh. I feel like nice. with almost full assurance, every time I've put Mephiston or Dante or Kabulo on the table, they're gone within the first round. It takes me two, three games for it to work up. You know, like not, not just one. <laughs> so round two, go. <laughs> Go crazy. Yeah, they never made it to turn two. Uh, you just start leaving him in reserve for like, just, please, baby. <laughs> I at least get to roll the charge. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay, I've got an easy one. Never have I ever used Desperate Breakout. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, because you have to have models left to do that. That's true. Or shooting to care. <laughs> to shooting to be missing out on. <laughs> Well, it's because you're a melee army. You're just like, oh, you're wrapping me. I don't care. I'm just going to well, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I got, I got I'm not going packs. anywhere. I get to yeah. play first now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, look, we have to get in one. our jokes against the Gene Steeler cult You don't right have much now. time. They're 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 the lurking. window is closing, boys. Yes, closing. They are lurking, and we will soon be eating our words. Okay, I think we're out of time on this one. Yeah. Here's 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 a divisive one. Big dice or little dice? So I think we're talking about what is it the the fifteen millimeter mm -hmm. versus the thirty two millimeter right. or something like that or the twenty whatever they they are. Do you not have any of the bigger ones there, Paul? I, look, I'm trying to find. Yeah, I've got a scatter oh. die. How how relevant is? Oh, that? oh that's love nostalgic. It, love I love it. those. I miss those. Put it put it on a plinth. <laughs> I, look, it's always <laughs> close by. Look, you know, I, I will say what four years ago would have not known where this was. <laughs> 
Dude, I when I was playing seventh, I couldn't find a damn scattered yeah, die. And now they're since everywhere. the game, since since it's finished, I've got a bag full. I yeah. just <laughs> outrageous. Do you know what I also found? A bunch of misfire dice, a bunch of artillery oh, I love dice. those. That's pretty funny. I got a lot of those. Yep. Oh yeah. That's, that's going. So what do you, what do you think? Big dice, little dice. Go ahead, Adam. I think you have an opinion on this. It's not even a question. It's big dice. Big dice. Big dice. Yeah, big big dice. It's just thirty. It's just thirty. It's just thirty-two mils, right? The thirty-two mil dice. Yeah, I think I prefer them yeah. now. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I've also in the past used blocks of the, you know, the the thirty. What is it, thirty-six dice? You know, or so whatever. When I was playing Cadians all the way through Eighth Edition, I used little dice because it just let me throw first rank, second ranks a lot quicker. But I also I I had my my first rank, second rank dice in a cube, and I could just the exact number yep. and just pour it out and roll it. And then I played with big dice for everything else. Yep. But I think Dustin's going to disagree with me. <laughs> Not necessarily. I actually, I usually prefer the bigger dice because you need to be able to see the stud whenever I roll a six. That's a big, oh, there you go. It's a big deal for those. That's that's that's, that's flex. But uh, I do make sure that uh, I I have both because I use the little dice for wound counters usually. So I almost never roll the little ones now because when I do, they mm-hmm. always roll poorly. Every time they, they know you've, you've forsaken yeah, them. They know. Uh, 10 seconds Paul. what's your preference oh I, I think i think bigger dice i think bigger dice now uh because you know you're it's easier to communicate across the table with your opponent mm-hmm. and there's never you know an issue of, of Harder i've seen it i think i get it yeah uh so I, I think that's the best for now but hey that's the end that's the end of this segment this has been a great one i really appreciate everyone coming and joining us in the chat it keep it keep it keeps it lively uh we're sometimes we're talking about some some crunchy things stats of tournaments players and this and list and that and and acronyms of this and that. Uh, but the chat help keeps it entertaining, keeps it entertaining every single week. Uh, it means so much. That's our guys, show for this week. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Dustin, y'all got anything to add before we wrap this show up? No, you guys are the show chat, Paul, Adam, this is why I'm here. This is yeah. why I'll keep coming. So keep it up. Join us Love next you, week. Love the chat. Come check us out uh, on the channel I mentioned at Warhammer TV on this this coming weekend for the finals of the U.S. Open. Stay tuned. Watch this space for all the exciting tournament news and, and predictions coming up. But come back next week and tell us how wrong we were without picking the faction winners uh, for the events that we've covered. If you are uh, hosting an event or going to an event and want us to cover it, hit us up on social media, either Twitter uh, at warmaster underscore tpm or instagram or through the frontline gaming uh stuff uh let us know what you're doing and, and maybe we'll talk about it until then we'll see you all next week